Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrance and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to tonight's Dash Radio show. I'm Dawn Wright of Bronx and my co-host Peter Mingles is here. Peter is here. And we have a fabulous guest tonight. Uh, we have Mr. Ron Broussard who is a consultant. He is a speaker and he is an author of this great book that I'm looking at, Stretch Yourself, Create the Relationships That You Deserve. So welcome, Ron Broussard. Thanks, thanks, Don. I greatly appreciate being on your show. And I have to tell you guys, I've been going through your archives, and I truly do love the Dash. <laughs> Thank you so much. We have fallen very hard in love with the Dash, and and, uh, and we just have some really great people coming on, and we're excited to have you. And I love this stretch yourself because, you know, sometimes the relationships that we have really do force us to stretch out. <laughs> sometimes a little bit and other times a great deal. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And So John, where, where I, did you get this from? Okay, yes, Peter. No, I don't, I, I don't want to sound kind of spooky, but he was mentioning some cool, da- some cool guests and about the dash. Well, yesterday, if you remember, we were talking about stuff <laughs> a little bit outside the after effect, and we had an echo. So I don't I don't want to say I think maybe yesterday's call was haunted as we were talking about paranormal <laughs> it's stuff. Definitely haunted. I was going to say that too. <laughs> so, so yeah, we've I've never brought... ever had an echo before, and it just so happens the paranormal guy brought it with him. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wow! They usually have that energy about them, so it's a great thing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We were definitely had more visitors on yesterday's call or a few extra listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. By weight though they were kind of, you know, they weren't weighing us down. But I went through when I was in preparation for, for Ron being here, I went through uh, portions of his website and saw cool videos. And, Ron, i, I got to share with you, first of all, we really appreciate you being here because you were just the kind of, you know, you just seem like the kind of guy that everybody just really kind of likes. They're attracted to a nice guy, strong personality, good spirit, I mean, just the right kind of person. So if somebody were being coached by you, they would be coached by a friend, a mentor, somebody that cares, somebody that can shoot them straight, somebody that really is in the game. And I loved the little video that you did as, as far as, like, the seven-minute promo on one of the sites that I was looking at. So I'm really – I have to say I really appreciate you being here and knowing that you can really help a lot of people with everything that's going on between their death and or their birth and their death and what we call the dash. So how did you yes. get – I was looking at some of the credentials you have, and I'm, I'm really impressed with the quality of the people that, and the organizations you work with, but how did you get started well, basically, you know, I got started actually in real estate, to be honest with you. I started mentoring and coaching and consulting uh, real estate um, people that was trying to uh, find their endeavor and their passion through real estate investing. Um, I was very good at it, very gifted at it, and, and I, I quickly found out that that was my passion and purpose. That's what I really enjoyed doing 
it wasn't more the aspect of the deal of making the money. It was just the purpose of helping others find their passion and purpose, and that's where I got my thrill from. Uh, and a great, some great organizations capitalized on that and said, hey, man, we got a great guy that's out here and is making our people successful. Let's bring him on board. So it was one of those, one of those things. And then from there, I used that to go ahead and make my own niche when I found my passion and purpose. Um, during that time, I, that four-year, five-year, six period, that's when I wrote Stretch Yourself um, because I had those experiences with myself and experiences with other clients and people that I was working with and that inspired me and guided me to write Stretch Yourself because I'm that why guy. I, I just seek knowledge, not for myself, you have to understand, it's for me to understand, but more importantly, for me to be that conduit to make it more easily accessible for other people to understand and assimilate. So basically, I'm that synthesized guy. I get all this knowledge, and I synthesize it in a great concentrated form and give it to you to where you can understand it and put it in your practical life. So Absolutely. So yeah, so where the theme of stretch yourself, because that's a specific thing. So where did that come about? But stretch yourself, I have to be honest with you, it came from an inspired thought um, because it's, I work out a lot. I know you've seen my pictures. So once you stretch outside of that comfort zone when you're exercising, your muscles never regain that former size that it's in. And so that's where I got that inspiration about stretch yourself. The same thing with your mind. I think Oliver Wendell Holmes said it best. He said it when your mind, once it's stretched with a new ideal, it never regains its former dimension. And it's just like when you learn about something, you get a new insight. It's like that aha moment. It opens and broadens your mind to a whole different aspect, and you never go back to that preconceived ideal or notion that you were thinking about before. Thus, stretch yourself, because you're stretching yourself outside of what's perceived or what's normally comfortable for you to achieve what is supposed to be abundant to you. You know, i got to say that I went, I'm a Psy graduate, PSI, and um, they, okay. they teach this stuff about stretching yourself, but they don't call it stretching yourself. They talk about it how, but, but it's so perfect with, with what you just said because what the point is is that everything that you already have is super comfortable for you. So if everything yeah. that you already have is all you want, you can sit down on that recliner and with that clicker and rest your, you know, dessert on that tummy that might keep growing and <laughs> sit right where you are because everything that you already have is right there. But if it's something that you want, because you if you if you don't have it yet, then you want it, okay? Then you're going to need to stretch to be able to go ahead and go get it. You got to get out of that chair. You got to not be comfortable. Sometimes your palms sweat and you get a little nauseous and you're a little stretched stressed out, you know. And you do. You have to stretch because you have to be get bigger to accommodate those things that you don't yet have. And it's it's always outside your comfort zone. If you don't have it yet, it makes you nervous. It's a little scary sometimes, but you do. You got to stretch to accommodate and stretch to go get it. So I love it. Great title. Definitely, because you're going to have those pains. You're going to go through mm-hmm. those struggles. So get a reward for it. Keep pushing. And, and, and like I tell everybody, uh, Don, Peter, I tell them, I said, listen, I really don't care about your goals. And I shock them that way. And they're like, what? You don't care about what I'm doing? I said, it really doesn't matter. As long as you, if you have focus and consistency, then you're going to achieve whatever you want to have if you stretch outside of that comfort zone. As long as you're consistent and you keep that focus. It doesn't matter what you're going for because the consistency is the key. 
And people look at me, uh, again, I go back to lifting weights because I like to use that as a reference point. I lift weights. They think I just instantly pop out of a microwave looking the way I am. But it's mm-hmm. just my focus and my consistent action every day, whether it's 30 minutes or whether it's an hour, doing something in the gym. And as a result, the effort and the consistency and the focus has brought those desired results. It's the same thing as it applies in your life, no matter how small it may be. I was talking to a client yesterday, and she didn't like uh, she didn't like calling. She didn't like sending out proposals. I was like, how do you not like sending out proposals? She said, because I don't like getting no's. I said, you're going to have to get the no's to get the yeses. you got to get the no's to get the yeses. And here's a way to look at those no's. I told her, I said, when I was in the military, I'll give you guys a perfect example. When I was in the military, you know, I was a horn hog. I was trying to hit on every girl, trying to talk to every girl that was out there. So, And I was getting turned down. But I figured out how many no's it took me from a girl to get a yes. So I said, man, it took me seven no's and a couple of flaps, and then I'd get a yes. So I knew how many no's I had, so I would go through them. And I'd make sure I'd tweak my, my pitch a little bit and do a little bit of this and do a little bit of that, and soon enough I had a girlfriend. And I learned that, and I synthesized that. And the same thing applies when you're doing your business. Hold on, together. I can't write you know that fast. Hold on, I can't. <laughs> that would be seven nose and a couple slaps, Peter. Seven nose, yes, couple yes. slaps. Seven couple slaps. Nose, couple <laughs> slaps, and then I got a yes. Or maybe. So as long as you're being consistent in your action and you understand how many nose, man, it's great. When I worked at Bell South, I used to be on the phone calling and, uh, you know, calling for DSLs and things like that, and somebody had turned me down. And I'd be like, okay, that's fine. He's like, wait a minute, you're not going to answer back? I said, no. I said, you're like my third no. I'm waiting on two more no's, and I'm going to get my yes. And they were like, what are you talking about? And then I ended up closing that guy and closing my no ratio. So, you know, when you understand that and you take the no as a different aspect, again, you've got to stretch yourself outside of that comfort zone and make those things that are painful to you comfortable to you to where you're, you're going to be accepting to it. The rewards behind it is going to be even greater. <laughs> now, now <laughs> we, we only have a couple I, more minutes I've before. I've got to throw in my disclaimer for anybody that might be listening like my wife. <laughs> I was don't. not taking. I was really not taking. I was taking notes for a friend. So. Okay. Great, uh-huh, great, uh-huh. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I've got I've got Queen Diva blowing up my wall on Facebook, going, <laughs> "I'm like that would be seven no's, a couple slaps." Okay. <laughs> so you know, and it's the truth. It's a numbers game, no matter what you sell in. That's that's the bottom line. And you know, people don't really realize. Um, you know, another thing that I learned along the way is life is an enrollment game, you know. People who say they they hate sales have never, most of them have children, you know. And it's like if you hate sales, then how did you get through your your kids being a toddler? Because if if you've ever had a three-year-old who didn't want to go to bed, you learned sales techniques in order to get them in bed. (laughs) That's the bottom line. So I think we're we're right about at that time, um, or do we still have a couple more minutes? My clocks are all wrong. I don't know how they all changed. It must have been our paranormal guy. We we got it. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's have a commercial break, shall we? Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur 
you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level, for email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. And welcome back to the Dash. I'm Don Wright DeBronson and I have Peter Mingles and Ron Broussard. And he is saying that you gotta stretch yourself to get what you want in life. And and at the Dash we tend to concur. Correct? That is for sure. That is I, for sure. <laughs> I I have a couple of questions for Ron because I love to hear people's stories and I'm sure that you apply a lot of the stuff that you teach, and that's where you learned a lot of it from. So we heard that you were in the military. It seems like you're you know, athletic, you like to work out, and all those types of things. That has some levels of discipline, I guess, would be a, a key point, the right attitude towards how to handle the stuff that happens. Do you have any defining moment stories where you can say, you know what, this is when the kind of like apple fell off the tree, bought me on the head, and this is really what spun my life in a direction or maybe somebody else's story that you'd like to share with us? Because I just love to hear the, the, what I call the sperm and the egg of how all, a lot of this stuff started happening. So any, anything that was like a defining moment for you that really spun your life in this direction? Well, um, one defining moment that I had, and i got to give you guys this, and this was awesome. Um, I was uh, coaching this one client, and um, he called me up and he said, hey, i got to ask you a question. And he gave me a question of something that he wanted to do and that he wanted to achieve. And he's like, well, what is your thought on that? And I was over the phone, and I started giving him my ideals. I said, okay, let me just give you what I feel. And I said, this is what you've said to me. And I listed the different things that he said. And then I turned right back around. I said, here's the pluses, here's the minuses, and then here's my opinion. I have to give you the disclaimer. My opinion is just my opinion. It's just like everybody has two feet, everybody has one, you know, uh, this is what it is. And he said, and this is my defining moment, he said, man, thank you. You know, I just want to tell you something. Uh, I had you on speakerphone, and my dad is on the line. And my dad was talking and saying, hey, what do you need a live coach consultant for? What do you need that for? And he heard what you said. Matter of fact, you said exactly what he said, and he said, you are a -a one-of-a-kind life coach. You're not a original life coach or the type of life coach that he's ever heard before. And then he got on the line and just, uh, it just made me feel good. It just just redefined my passion and my purpose of what I enjoy. And and guys, you 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 know, some people are in this business, they're about the money, and that's fine. 
so many people in here, and they really want to touch people's lives. Uh, that's me. That's a guy out there in Milwaukee. His name is Nick Billing. Uh, he's out there, a belief coach to help people believe. Another guy out there, Deeper Love, Jason Harrison. These are people that really want to touch people's lives and improve people's lives. And when you get those type of compliments from not only the client that you're talking to, but their parents that says, hey, you're an old school, you have an old spirit, it just touches you in a way that understand that you are in line with your passion and you're in line with your purpose. And as long as you stay in line with those things and don't step out of bounds and try to be something that you're not and be genuine, man, the reward that you'll get from you finding your passion and purpose will be endless. More importantly, you'll be able to touch people's lives. As I tell a lot of people, Don and Peter, I tell them, I said, it's not up to me to define whether or not somebody deserves this message or the impact it brings. It's just up to me to throw the seeds. So I'm like that Johnny Appleseed guy. I'm just throwing seeds, and hopefully some seeds will take root and some seeds will, will fall to the wayside. But I'm, I'm hoping that more seeds will take root and we'll be able to stretch ourselves and everyone will have an abundant relationship in business and in life. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And, you know, you, you say a little bit here about how, you know, you help people increase their productivity. Um, you know, can you explain a little bit about that? Like, how do you help people increase their productivity? Because I know every single person, and, and myself personally, you know, every day, if I could have, like, one of those bang-up days that I have, you know, where I hit it out of the park and I, I'm superhuman in my productivity, if I could increase those, I could have more time to myself and, and I could have more time to do the things that I enjoy. So how do you help people increase their productivity, Ron? Oh, guys, I love this. I got goosebumps. Just as she said, that increase in productivity, because it's awesome. Because when I started, I was a procrastinator, and mm-hmm. I increased my productivity. And, and we procrastinate because we really want to do something, so we get around, we say, we'll get around to it later. We'll do some other little things that really don't matter to nothing, and then we come around to doing it. So get out your pen and paper, guys, if you're out there listening to this, please. The first thing is make you a weekly to-do list. Do you hear what I say? I'm going to say it again. Make mm-hmm. you a weekly to-do list. Because what I've learned is we make to-do lists for the day, and if we don't get something done, we get discouraged. We fall back into our rut. What I found is when you make a weekly to-do list, you found things that are, are aligning to what you need to do for that week. And then if you miss something during that day, that's fine. Pick it up the next day. Again, it's not failure. You're just falling. Get back up the next day and check off some boxes. So what I did was I made a weekly to-do list. And then the little thing that I, the little thing that you want to keep up with. I know a lot of people are on social media. Let me give you some keys on that. Early in the morning, you want to take care of those things. Your emails, you want to take care of them. Once a day, usually in the morning time, and then a time in the afternoon, usually around 1 or 2 o'clock. I mean, people are at lunch, they're busy. If you're in a business, then they're at lunch, they're busy. You can check your emails. Don't rise your emails. Don't rise your social media waiting for everybody to pick a like on something that you're doing. And then, more importantly, address your social media when it's important. Not like, hey, man, I'm eating lunch and I'm taking pictures here and, and doing that. Do things that matter that's going to propel you to move forward. And then ask yourself this one question. Am, is what I'm doing right now is going to help me in my long-term goals? Because if you have your goals out there, again, then 
these goals that you have out there, these little things that you're doing now should be building momentum towards those goals. So everything that you're doing should be taking you one step closer. So what I have found is when you set that weekly to-do list and you have something that let's say you want to accomplish within the next three months, and then you chunk it back by each month, and then you say, I'm just going to start with one thing and work from there. When you look back, you'll look and see how much stuff that you have gotten accomplished. I was just showing my client the other day about showing him my weekly to-do list because I was getting frustrated myself, and I showed him mine. And I showed him a whole book of things that I just checked off and got done, and as a result, it led me to where I am right now. So that's the first thing. And then, you know, again, take those breaks when needed. You don't have to be behind there all the time. Again, you know, the one thing that I do is I try to manage my life because I'm a, I'm a consultant and I speak, but I'm at home. So when my kids come home and they need time with me, I take that time away, that time in the now. You don't have to say, hey, look, uh, uh, so-and-so, don't bother me until I get finished with this. No, take that time because that's that time needed in the moment right now for you to take your mind off of it and then refocus. And you'll find out just that little time you take away to be with your kids or anything that you're doing, you'll have a more renewed focus and a more energy. And then you'll come back and have another idea. You're like, man, I'm glad I took that break. So knowing how to do those things and just being in the moment, being in the moment, because when it comes down to it, when you find time for your work in life, it's about rhythm. It's not about bounce. you got to say it's about rhythm, being in that rhythm. So that's probably one of the major keys that I would tell you to do. Make a weekly to-do list. Make sure you do your emails. Check them when it's necessary. More importantly, set those goals and do things that's going to be meaningful towards that big goal that you have out there. And then take that time and find that rhythm in your life so that you can be able to be in that present moment whenever you're doing something, you should be fine. That's great advice. Absolutely. Yeah, daily to-do lists can just go ahead and make you depressed, can't they? Especially yes, if yes, you do them on a Monday. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I always tell people, don't be a Monday because no one likes Monday. <laughs> no one likes mm-hmm. Monday, so don't be a Monday. But find, <laughs> find that area where you're comfortable with it and then just, you know, just work towards it, work towards doing it. And then bottom line is don't get upset that you missed something. And that's where everybody gives up. They say, man, I missed it, or they missed a day working out, and they say, okay, I'm not going to work out. Or they missed two days in a row. That's fine. Everything is meant to happen that way. And when you understand that and you just be in that moment and then allow that time and say, okay, it's happened, I just pick it up where I left off, you'll get more things done. Absolutely. I have a question. Yeah, I have a Mm -hmm. question for Ron. There's two things I want to focus on. One is you use the term life coach. Now, I've got to give you my prejudice, if you will. Okay. I've been a sales manager for my whole entire adult life, and I've had to you know, run my own sales team, and I've had this experience with people that do coaching that, quite honestly, if somebody says to me, how does that make you feel when that happens? I'm ready to strangle them because it's such a, oh, my gosh, said by the wrong person, it could really piss me off. Now, said, by the, said by the right person... <laughs> could really piss me off, you know? <laughs> How does that make you feel when that happens? I'm like, I'm paying you for this? I'm paying you to ask me that question? No, that's a therapist, not a coach. That's right. Yeah, that's, 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 that's like a therapist. Yeah, so, more than a coach. 
So, but, you know, there's a lot of people that can't make it in life, so then they become a life coach. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, are you really kidding me? Now, I, so that's the prejudice part of the life coach thing. But yet, I do know the importance of having someone that you can talk to, can bounce some ideas off of you, because just the same words mentioned by maybe someone like you, hey, Peter, when that happened, how did that make you feel? If you and I connect, that could be maybe the most powerful thing that anyone might be able to say. So give us your spin on what a good life coach is and what a bad life coach is, because the price could be the price that someone pays could be just about the same. So I've seen it both ways, and I want, I always wonder. So what's your definition of a good life coach versus a not so good life coach? Well, okay, you know I understand. You know, I don't believe there's a good or a bad life coach. I believe that you are going through life, and through your experiences, you may need that person at that time within your life. So when you say a good or bad coach, it's nothing good or bad. It's just based on your experience and your conscious level at that time. Understand that. That's the first thing. Now, if you want to put it in the terms of a good or a bad coach, a good life coach will plug you in with your emotions. Because if you look back over your life, because I look back over mine, and I always look back over the times when I've had those moments, and I like to call them stretch moments where a decision had to be made, either good or bad, and it was based on always on my emotion. I'll go back to the military because that was probably one of the best ones. When I was over there in Japan and they told me, hey, Ron, you need to go see the Army. And I'm dressed in BDUs and I have an M16 and I have a rucksack on my back, and I'm like, I don't understand. I thought I was in the real Army. I'm, wearing, I'm not wearing this for fun, trust me. And they said, no, this is not the real Army. And so they told me that, I needed to go and experience the real army, you know, transition, go back to the States. And I said, no, you know, I'm in the army. I speak, read, and write Japanese. I want to stay here. So that, that was the debate and the dilemma. Now, where a good life coach comes in, they make you understand your emotions, good or bad. At that time in my life, I said, I'm not going to allow somebody to determine my own circumstances. I don't care where I'm at. I made a decision in my mind, but emotionally, I was pissed off, if that's a word, if that's a term. <laughs> emotionally, <laughs> I was pissed off, and I was mad. But, you see, I channeled that energy in the right way, and I said, I'm going to take all these no's until I get these yeses. So bottom line, I took a no from the first sergeant. I took a no from the sergeant major. I went all the way up to the IG of the military, and that's like the police of the military that says, hey, look, you're wrong for doing this. He needs to do this, or he needs to do that. And the bottom line is, I got to stay there as long as I wanted. I had a two-star general come over and say, hey, here is my personal card. If anybody bothers you, let me know. Now, I tell you this to say, emotionally-wise, a good coach will plug you in, and if they ask you that question, just like you said, when you're going through something, if they're asking you about how does it feel, it's not about how you feel. It's about how you feel about that situation and what would you do and how you feel in your heart, not about how you feel. Oh, I feel pissed off. Oh, man, I'm so sorry you feel pissed off. Now, what does that make you feel? No. Listen, when that happened to you, you know, how did you feel? I was mad. Well, what do you feel like doing? I feel like fighting. Okay, then fight, you know, <laughs> or, you know, and, and make sure you're channeling that energy properly and using your emotions the way you're supposed to be, that God-given life that you've been blessed with. We're at the top of the food chain. God gave us the greatest gift 
that he gave anyone, and that's the gift of emotion and decision. Because once you decide and you act within that emotion, you'll be able to bring, bring some great things into your life and manifest it quicker. Now, on the other side of the coin, the bad coach, if you wanted to say, a bad coach is just going to stroke you and make you go down pathways that you're not supposed to go down and experience it and then tell you, hey, you see why you did this? Because that was wrong. I wanted you to experience that, and you didn't have to. A good coach is going to keep you from that. They're going to give you the good, the bad, the indifferent. But in the end, they're going to allow you to make that decision. Again, there's no good coach and there's no bad coach. It's all based on your experience and your conscious level at that moment for you to decide to choose to have a coach come in your life. Perfect. I hope that answered your question. Yes, I did. And I think we're going to spin some records and come back for my second one. <laughs> Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Hello and welcome back to The Dash. This is Don Wright of Bronson, Peter Mingles, with our fabulous guest, Mr. Ron Broussard, talking about stretching himself and ourselves and we selves and <laughs> yourself. Um, and, you know, we're talking a little bit about all sorts of stuff in the business realm. And, you know, Ron, this stuff has to really support people in their personal lives as well, right? You know? I, I gotta I gotta say that um from from my coaching experience and the coaches that I've had, they have given me huge value in both my personal and professional lives and, and that really they mirror each other a great deal. What do you find in in the stuff that, that you're getting out there with every day? You know, are you finding people are really struggling more in both areas, uh, with the way things are in the world today? Well, usually usually Don, they are struggling in one area, but I found that if they're focusing on their business, it usually translates what they're doing in their personal life, and then if they're just struggling in their personal life, their business or their career is not, because they're not comfortable with themselves. Now, let's go back to his question about a good coach. A good coach, first of all, is going to start with you. It's going to find out what's good and how to benefit you and for you to understand yourself. So usually what I do in my free consultation, so guys, get ready, get your pen, and write this down. Usually in my free consultation, I find out that it's better for a person to learn about themselves. Whether or not they coach or consult with me, it doesn't matter. I want you to reach out and know who you are. So when that happens, usually I give them this website. It is www.yourcvi.com. And yourcvi.com is a values clarification type of website that helps you understand who you are as a person, your core values, 
what you are as a person, meaning your deal breakers, what you keep in your business and personal relationships that you value the most. It's not, I'm a Gemini, you're a Sagittarius, we don't get along. No, it's more of, hey, Ron is that person that he's a service person and his whole persona is about love. He seeks knowledge to understand, to give to others from that love perspective. His whole core value is centered around love. So when you understand your own core value and you understand yourself, when you truly know yourself, you can be in any relationship that you keep in business and life. So yourcvi.com is a great asset and a tool for you to find out who you are as a person. Now, and that's a great thing because guess what? You know those things that influence you and benefit you, that make you feel good. And then more importantly, it shows you, hey, those things that conflict with you, this is what's going on with you as well because it's going against your core value. And you say, man, I don't feel like doing it. Then don't do it. Oh, I feel like doing this. Then do it. It makes you be in tune with yourself because in business, it understands, it makes you understand how people are affected in positions. So, like, let's say I go into an organization. Now, I make this a requirement with everyone when they, they consult with me, whether they're with me or not. Business, it doesn't matter. In business, it helps you find out where a person is in their position. So if they're in a position that they don't like doing it and they take this core value assessment, you're going to find out, man, they're putting square holes in a – they're putting circles in a square peg and they're not liking it. They need to put – triangles in the triangle peg, and they love it. So you put people in the positions that will maximize your business, and your business explodes because everybody's doing what they love, and it fuels them. So that's what I do to help them to understand, you know, in a, in a free consultation, to make them understand themselves so that they can benefit. Whether they're with me or not, you have to know yourself. That is the first thing. Totally agree, absolutely. And um, you know, there there are a lot of people out there who you know they they put themselves out there as a relationship expert. But you know, you have a real real pretty intense background with relationships. You know, how did you get on this path of of being a relationship coach, Ron? Well, you know, life is about relationships, and the best relationship that we keep is with ourselves. So when we first understand about ourselves. And, and I'm like everybody else. You know, I went through some bad relationships in business and in life, and, and, and I understood, you know, the, the two questions that I had for myself, Dawn, was this. Why do these things keep happening to me? And, number two, why do these same people keep coming into my life? And I know everybody's mm-hmm. had those same questions. Why do I keep getting into the same situation? Or why do I keep running to the same guy that keeps doing the same thing to me or the same girl that she's doing the same thing to me? <laughs> and what I found and and how what I found out is I have to change myself and the way I approach a relationship and the way I bring value into the relationship. Because I was looking for things in those relationships that I didn't have within myself. When I understood that and I changed it and then I set my boundaries of what I'm gonna allow based on those core values that we talked about before, then guess what? The whole mindset changes. And then more importantly, once that change, you change that focus, then the people around you change. Those situations change. 
Those people that you used to deal with before, they fade away. And, and they don't fade away. You just change your conscious level to where you're attracting the right people that you want to have in your life in those right situations. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really interesting. A long time ago when I was working on a woman's project, um, I heard something so interesting about the, the law of attraction and it was, you know, when we were talking about abuse victims. And there was this woman who worked solely with abuse victims, and she said that if you put an abuse victim, a female abuse victim, in a room full of 500 men, and this is a heterosexual woman who is, like, she's in that, that abuse reality, and you put her in a room of 500 men, 499 of them would never lay a hand on a woman she would attract and be attracted to the one abuser in the room. And it's it's a tangible, physical vibration that we put out there, the who we attract, who we are, what we're looking for and what you know and what we're willing to accept. So when you say that you were creating that every day, I mean I think it's such an important thing for people to realize we are like beacons for what we not only what we want but what we are just willing to accept and that that's what we're going to attract every single day, time in and time out. Wow, Don. Hey, listen, I, I say the same thing. When I was out there dating and I was ripping and running, like I told you, my seven-to-one ratio was going very well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was getting hit over the head. But, look, I was attracting this women that would would take advantage of me, would use me, abuse me, and throw me to the side. And I said the same thing. You can line up 100 of them in the room. You can have one that would abuse me. You can have 99 of them that would treat me right, and I would pick that one person. And that was my question. That was part of my quest in relationships, to try to find out what I was attracting, how was I attracting it, and changing that focus. And when I did that and I changed that focus, I met my wife, and then I started to, and I started seeing other different people that were the exact same way that had my life same attributes that were beautiful people. And I said, man, where were these people at before? But my mind wasn't there. My conscious level wasn't there. And then again, like you said, my energy level wasn't there again. Let's go into business. In business, I was doing the same thing. I was always being a service, and I was and I was attracting these these clients that would not pay me on time, and they was doing all kind of stuff. And I was just being so submissive and saying, okay, that's fine. I'll just allow you to do it. And just and, and I kept attracting that same thing. When I established those boundaries and I understood who I was and I changed it, and I said, okay, this is happening, let me address it and then go forward from that. I had to address it. I had to stretch myself out of that comfort zone. We don't want to address something because we're fearful of what's going to happen behind it, not realizing that those are the things that's going to help us and affect us and allow us to grow outside of what's absolutely normal in our life for us to attain something that is extraordinary in our life. And when I started doing that, establishing those boundaries in my relationships, then I was attracting the clients that I wanted to have that respected it and valued me because I was bringing that same value into the relationship as well. That's awesome advice, absolutely, and can be used in every aspect of, of personal and business. It's it's really important stuff. Peter, where are you? Peter's right here. I He's cannot hiding. comment. I cannot comment about relationships because my wife swears. <laughs> <laughs> she does not listen to this show. I can promise you. <laughs> For all the people she's that don't mind this expression. She's on mute. She's on mute. She's listening, but she's on mute. She's going to chime in as soon as she says something. She just constantly <laughs> apologizes for everything that I do. And 
But uh, for some reason, the relationship works, I suppose. Uh, so here we go. Um, no, but, uh, okay, my second part of my question was, it seems like a lot of the people that we interview on the Dash radio, they fulfill a portion of their their Dash by also working from home. And you said a little bit earlier you have kids, and it sounds like you do a lot of work from home. Can you share with us how maybe you do your business and how the balance and the freedom of maybe being able to work from home could be inspiring for all those people that might be employees going and driving somewhere and uh, you're in Atlanta and the traffic is always bad in Atlanta and maybe how you don't have to deal with that sort of stuff and how you were able to form your own path and create your own destiny for all those people that might be thinking, can I do something like that on my own? So, Blend, if you will, into family, working from home, being that entrepreneur. Give us the rah-rah, like go get them if you're thinking about that, knowing that your path has been like a life coach. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll simplify that down to one question. And anybody that's out there that's listening, ask yourself this question. How many hours are you spending to drive to work? How many hours are you spending at your job something that you're not doing that you don't like and that you're just doing just to fit bills. And then more importantly, how much time are you spending just to drive back home and calculate all that up? And if you can calculate all that time up and then translate it into whatever you want to do as far as your passion and purpose and say, hey, look, I'm going to make a conscious effort to make my part-time, if you're going to start off, my full-time, the reward for you to be able to have that time to benefit, to do whatever you want to do, is remarkable. It's beautiful. I mean, I, I, and I'm, not, I'm not one of those type of people that's bragging or anything. I definitely don't like to do that. But it's enjoyable for me. I have two girls. They're eight and seven. If you're on my Facebook page, I talk about them all the time. They are just they're two totally kindred spirits, and it is wonderful seeing them get off the bus every day. You know, and the times that I'm out there, because I have a busy schedule with meeting clients, consulting organizations, and speaking engagements, you know, I, I just come to the realization that you have to have that balance. But more importantly, when it's yours, guys, when it's yours, the effort and the discipline that you're putting into it will be just like your nine to five and even more. I work mm-hmm. hard. I have to say, I work hard. And, and it's not even work. i got to say, it's not work. When you're enjoying what you're doing, it's not work. I'll find myself in my office at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, my wife's like, you got to go to bed. But I'm so inspired and so engaged that I, don't, I, I miss those things. You know, sometimes I go without sleep. But I'm so engaged and I'm so inspired about what I'm doing because it's making a difference. And when you have that option, when you can choose, hey, look, I have some time. You know, one of the great things that I love, being here in Atlanta, I dote on my clients here. I make a point to go travel and see them because it's great to be having that connection with them and letting them feel that energy and letting them know and understand that it's possible for them to do it. You know, we've always experienced that guilt, you know, going to work, dropping our kids off at a daycare. We always experience that guilt of wanting to be with our family. And there's that pressure. You know that pressure. You want to be successful. You want to make that money, you know, just strive to find that joy and fulfillment in your life in those moments every day. Find that passion that you really do enjoy 
and start working at it. And, and you'll find when you start working your passion that it'll go from a part-time to a full-time, and then you stretch yourself outside of what's normal. I remember the time. I remember the exact time when I stretched myself. And that time was I was working um, with the real estate company. I got to tell you, I was working at Bell South, making about seventy-five grand a year. I took a pay cut, thirty-five grand, to work with a real estate seminar company. Not because I was just looking to move. I wanted to do something that I enjoyed. I was looking outside my window at Bell South. I was like, man, I was in Australia at this time. I was here, and. You have to understand you have to take those chances. You have to take those leaps in faith. If you believe in yourself, take those leaps of faith. I did that. And it didn't go too well with the wife. You know, 75 to 35 didn't go over too well. Did not go over well. But I was determined because, number one, I grew up around real estate since I was a kid. Number two, I enjoy helping people. So when I went to work for this guy, he asked me, what do you want to do in five years? And I looked at him and I said, I want to be like you. I want to own my own business. I want to be running my own thing. And he said, hey, look, this organization is yours. The books in here are yours. Learn it. Learn it and work hard, and one day you'll do that. And guess what? Eight months from the day I was there, I made my first deal. I did my first deal. It was about ten grand on the deal. Now, ten grand. I did the math on the ten grand. It wasn't about the ten grand. I said, man, I did. I probably worked eight hours on this, and I made ten grand. It just stretched my mind to a whole other level. Now your mind's thinking about what's possible and how much freedom that you have. So, again, I'm just going back to explaining to you, you have to take that leap in faith. If you truly believe in yourself, but you have to know yourself first. Don't just jump out the thing you're going to do it, and you don't know yourself. Because if you don't know yourself, you're liable to fall and not get back up. I want you to step out there, and when you step out there, you're strong. You're being focused. You're being consistent and you're going to make those things. Sure, you're going to have some sacrifices. Sure, there's some times you're going to go out there, and I was out there on the road for months at a time. But the end result for me was being able to have that balance and that quality of life that I can have and provide for my family, but more importantly, the time that you never get back, because you never get back those time and those moments with your kids. Once it's gone, it's gone. And if you're doing, you're not living your passion, you're working hard to fulfill someone else's passion. So, mm-hmm. All right, we will be right back with Ron, Ron Broussard and Stretch Yourself here at The Dash. Are you in a run about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. And welcome back to The Dash Radio. This is Dawn. We've got Peter. We've got Ron Broussard with Stretch Yourself. And I just have to do a couple of quick shout-outs because I promised I would. 
A quick shout-out to Radio Show Guest List. They have been absolutely fantastic, sending us some really fantastic people, Ron included. So a special thanks goes out to them. And if you really like what you're listening to and you want to hear more about it, make sure you get on over to stretchyourself.org and ronbroussard.com. That's R-O-N-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D. That's ronbroussard.com. So thank you so much for joining us, and uh, and we're back to you, Ron. I didn't want to stop you before, so I just snuck a commercial in there real quick. But uh, really super inspiring stuff. Thank you so much. And and if people want to go ahead and, and they can read this book, which is Stretch Yourself, Create the Relationships You Deserve, you have a couple others, Wanting Eyes and Footprints of My Soul. Um, do you want to tell them a little bit about this and, and what it is you, you, you really affiliate yourself with um, some really strong spiritual writing, correct? Yes, yes. Now, um, Wanting Eyes was my venture, and I know uh, Peter – I hope I don't want I don't want to make you quiet again because that was about you know me when I was doing writing. <laughs> so it, it was a learning experience for me, and 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 so I wrote about those experiences to help others to understand, mainly women to understand that guys are looking for the same thing. Even though we have that shell that we try to hide and try to put out there as a front, we are looking for the exact same thing that you're looking for in a relationship. So basically I put it in some terms so they can understand where a guy comes from and how they look at things, and that's what Wanting Eyes is about. Um, uh, Footprints of My Soul is a memoir. I did that in dedication to my wife. Uh, that's when I was in Desert Shield, There's a Storm. I wrote a lot of stuff, a lot of inspiration, and so I put that book out there just to commemorate, you know, the love that I, I learned and experienced through her and, and continue to grow with every day. So, Peter, the other book is the good one. So, yeah. Warning Eyes is the bad one, okay? <laughs> Warning Eyes is bad book. Bad book. Don't <laughs> send me that book. book. Don't send me that book. You always, the people always get me in trouble when they send me stuff like that. I'm like, it's not for me. It was not my fault. <laughs> yeah. They sent it to me. It wasn't my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> mhm. Well, Y'all we are bad. I'm just going to sit here keep my mouth shut. <laughs> oh, trust me, we have stories. But talk to me about your, your young girls, because I heard you I heard you're kind of like you light up when you talked about your daughters. You know, they're wow. young ages. Right now they're, you're, they're still the apple of your eye. They probably haven't told you to go take a hike yet, which, by the way, is coming pretty soon. So. <laughs> no, I'm not listening to you, la, 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 la. I have a 16-year-old. I'll send her to your house. She'll, yeah. she'll dial you in quick. So we'll just keep you delusional for a little, we'll keep you delusional for a little longer. So a little longer. Just a little. Keep going. Well, you know, you know, you know. Their names is Nina and Taya, and, and what I've learned is this, and and this is, and and, and hopefully this will be able to benefit you as well. I, I'm not trying to, trying to be a disciplinarian because once they grow, you got to understand what we miss when we're raising our kids. They're our gifts. We are we are their guides through life, and our roles transition and change throughout their life as well. So when they're younger, they're all over you, they're looking at you like, man, he's a great example. And then as they grow older, you turn into that advisor, counselor, consultant role where you're advising them because they're going to learn experiences on their own. And you have to understand they're going to make some mistakes. They're going to do these things. And if you understand that and you guide them and not try to control them, that's the key. And so I just want to be their friend, 
but I don't want them to be the friend. Where, like, I don't want to be that friend where, hey, let's go to the club and get drunk together. No. I, I want to be that friend that they can come to me and talk to me about everything. And then when they turn 49 and I let them leave the house, then um, <laughs> they can go off and have wonderful lives. <laughs> so gun control is for other people is what you're really saying. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not going to be as controlling as other people. I, I have an age limit. I don't let them stay for as much as possible. But both of them, uh, you know, they're two different spirits. I believe my younger one is an older soul. She's more business-minded than anything else. Uh, when she found out she owns Stretch Yourself, because I don't own it, she owns it, uh, she said, Daddy, you need to work more. And she locked me into my office. I don't understand that, and she's only seven. <laughs> and the eight-year-old is more of a doting person. She's just, man, she's just the apple of my eye, and I just try to show them and let them have the best of both worlds and make them understand everything that's possible in life, the good and the bad and not try to keep them away from anything to make them understand. Because they're coming home with the stories, they're coming home with the peer pressure, and I make them understand what they believe. But more importantly, I've instilled in them a strong mindset that if they set their mind to anything, they, there's no doubt in their mind that they don't wanna, they're not going to accomplish it. They may make mistakes, they get upset when they make mistakes, but they get back in there and they're determined. And I'm just so blessed and so glad to have that experience and that opportunity to be able to uh, provide and be in their lives. I, I believe we all have children for gifts, and, man, if everyone out there has children, man, you're blessed. Do all you can to help them learn and experience and don't keep them away from anything because that's going to help them grow and stress themselves as a person. Great advice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the hour has flown by once again. And, Ron, you've just been such a great guest. I hope we can have you back on here again. Definitely, anytime, anytime. And hopefully, did those books get to you on a good time? I got your book. I have it right here. Just so cool, and uh, and I have some CDs to listen to. And and uh, once I'm all, oh, sorry, no, I don't. That's a CD somebody stuck inside your book that wasn't from you. (laughs) You're going, what CD? What? What's she talking about? But um, I do have it, and it's really great to see your face and to 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 have your book in my hands. And I'll definitely get it read and and get back with you shortly. And and I'll send it on over to Peter. Not the first one. This one. Stretch yourself <laughs> so we don't get him into any trouble. Just not get him into trouble. I don't want to get That's Peter right. into trouble. Yes. That's right. <laughs> All right. And so we're going to make some time right now for um, we have uh, our next guest up, or excuse me, our new show host up, Mr. Bob Adams, for his very first hour that is all his here on the dash for um, his Breaking Free show. So he'll be on here, and Peter's gonna gonna guest with him to go ahead and, and kick him off right. And uh, we thank Ron Broussard for being our guest. We thank you all for listening in, and we will be here again tomorrow for Back Talk with the Dash. But Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Bob Adams. Take care. Have a great evening. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows, click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon. <laughs>